Hi, I'm Maggie. Hi, I'm Grace, and this is a Very Bookish Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 20. Today we are going to be talking about Shadow and Bone. We're going to do just an overall recap, and then we're also going to talk about what we want to see in the TV show. And today we actually have a really special guest. Um, This guest has actually been listening to us. It is a listener, and when she reached out to ask if she could be on an episode, I was like, yes immediately i was like this yes perfect guest always supports us always shouts us out on instagram which i'm so grateful for i am i'm excited to talk to you about um shadow and bone because you also said you really liked shadow and bone and i thought this was well perfect we had this episode planned already and we were like okay we're just gonna recap everything about the book and so today we have literature llama um tatiana is how you say it right yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure because I was like, I like read your name and I was like, okay, Tatiana. And I was like, wait, that could be totally wrong. So I'll just ask at the beginning. But yes, Literature Llama, we, I follow you on my personal bookstagram, but I think I found you through Kate. Yes. Um, yeah. At Nautical yeah. Reads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nautical yeah. Reads, our friend Kate. Um, she, t- I don't know. Do you want to just give us a background on your like your bookstagram and when you started your bookstagram and stuff? Yeah, so I started in like the end of November, early December, and I had kind of discovered Bookstagram in like July of last year and didn't realize it was so popular as like a fandom or that it was a whole section of the internet. And so I just sort of watched from the sidelines for a while and around November, I was like, okay, I'm ready to start this. <laughs> I need like a new hobby. Um, and if anyone knows me in real life, I have a travel llama, like a stuffed travel llama that's different than my actual llama that I have on my page. And I had this one and I was like, she's so cute. I need to like make a whole thing about her. So I decided to kind of create the literature llama page. And I've always been a reader, you know, growing up and all through high school and middle school and all that kind of stuff. And so this was just kind of a natural progression. I think like everybody else, I got back into reading in quarantine, got really, really into it um, and decided to start the bookstagram. Yeah. I mean, I like see your shelf behind you. You have quite a collection of books and I'm guessing yeah. that didn't happen in the, since November, I'm guessing that's been quite a years of worth of buying books and yeah. reading. Definitely. I like to thrift, I, so I get them in big hauls, but most of it I've had beforehand. Oh, where do you, where do you thrift at? Um, so I have been to a couple library book sales. Like my library will do a sale and they'll usually do like a bag of books for $5. So it's like, 40 books (laughs) at once so I've been to four or five of those and then I usually go to like Goodwill and Savers and stuff like that yeah you you have to you have to go with no purpose just looking around yeah that's how I got my Twilight books is I was just actually I was looking for them I was like okay I need to find the Twilight books yeah found the first three and I was like great wasn't even gonna plan on reading the last one so it's fine by me but um yeah so I kind of I found you because you followed the podcast and then you were talking about it on your Instagram story and I was like wait somebody's actually talking about our podcast I was like I was like wait this is exciting because I was like oh we actually have people who I think that's when it hit me that other people actually (laughs) listen to it like people I've never met before actually listen to the podcast and I was like, I kind of forget that. I kind of forget, like, every time we're recording and every time we do an episode, I'm just like, wait, people actually listen to us just talk. That's insane. They and listen to us say the stupidest shit ever. Like, gosh. <laughs> like people that don't know me, it's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> like, I think that's also why I don't want my parents 
ever listening to this podcast because the amount of shit I just say, <laughs> I don't think they need to hear it or I just, I couldn't look at them in the face if they heard <laughs> the stuff I say on this podcast. The amount of times I ask a guy to rail me is yeah, yeah. too much. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. But it was kind of like insane that like, you know, when you started like sharing uh, that you were listening to us, I'm just like, oh my gosh people we would text grace I, like grace and i because we both have access to like all the accounts and stuff so we'd like we would see like messages and stuff and we'd like text each other like did you see somebody shared this like oh my gosh look at this like this is so exciting and i'm like oh my gosh so somebody like actually like actively I, i'm going around in circles but you know what i mean like yeah, it just yeah. it it's a surreal moment when you're like we're a very small podcast we literally do this just for fun like yeah it's it was just a why not kind of thing. <laughs> it was kind of like we FaceTime this amount of time a week anyways. Why don't we just do a podcast? Invite people to come hang out with you while yeah, you do it. Just, just yeah. This. And so since you've been listening for since the beginning, basically, um, we decided to have you on. And we thought it was like really going to be really cool, especially to have one of our listeners on because we love hearing what you guys say too. So yeah. 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 Especially <laughs> an active listener. You're always like posting about us and you're always supporting us. I think that's also a thing. Cause like there are people who listen and who don't even like, I've never seen, I like on it, like on the um, Spotify, I know there are people who actively listen to us who are reoccurring people based on analytics and, but I've never, like, I'll never know who those people yeah, are. Cause they never like, yeah. they never like repost us, but then you do. And I'm like, Oh, there you go. I, that's Tatiana yeah. again, reposting us on her story. I'm just like, oh, real people. Yeah, yeah, real people. Yeah, an it's actual an face. Yeah, yeah. I it's a, it's it's a face to the name, and like, yeah. especially I, th- I thought it was funny. Like the other day when you posted the um, what's to come in April thing, and oh, I was no. like, and I was like, I was like, oh, that's very uh, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. I thought that was so funny because I thought, Ugh. oh. It's gonna be obvious, like it's llama. Who do we yeah, repost yeah. the most often? Literature llama all the time. I tried not and- to go to the one that said llama. <laughs> I was like, I want people to guess. <laughs> she only did the cover only. Yeah, yeah. The cover only, and that's There's it. a couple people coming out. It's not just me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think the the guest hints are pretty obvious. Yeah. Because it's basically people's usernames, and I was just like, yeah. just do just do that. I was like, I'm not gonna make it too hard. Um, but kind of to like get this off started, um, when did you first read Shadow and Bone? Did you read it during quarantine or beforehand? So I actually just recently finished it. I started, I think in February and read through the whole series and just finished Crooked Kingdom the first week in March. Oh, fresh. (laughs) Okay. Well, Grace has not even finished Six of Crows. So (laughs) look, don't come at me, okay? I'm, I'm gonna come for you. You literally started Six of Crows. You had the audiobook. You have the physical book, yeah. and you just didn't finish it. It's so good. It's so good. So good. Okay, yeah. look. So, so. Listen. See, what had happened was, basically, um, I so I, <laughs> I read Shadow and Bone years ago. 
years ago, like about five, six years ago. And I just picked it up because somebody had it there and I was like, yeah, it looks pretty cool. And it was like the old covers. So I read it, fell in love with it, thought it was pretty cool. I started the second one and it was really slow for me. And I just dropped it, got into a reading slump, never picked up a book for years. Then book talk came along and then I saw it. It was one of the first sets of books, series that I bought. It was like Akatar, Cruel Prince and Grisha. That was like the thing. Those were like the three. The, that still three. is the thing. <laughs> Those are the things. And so I got it. And then like, I'm just like, oh, I'll just reread it again. I read the first one, read the second one. Very, very early in my book talk journey. I think my first video on book talk is me reading Siege and Storm. It was like a, a come vibe with me video. I don't even yeah. know. It was. Yeah, it was. It was you outside at the pond. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Like, no, no, don't worry. I have memorized it. <laughs> well aware. <laughs> the, amount wow. of, the amount of information okay. I have on Grace is oddly, oddly a lot and very specific. I'm kind of a little scared. <laughs> it's funny. No, it's totally okay. Like I say this often now. Maggie is literally half of my brain. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it. It is um but yeah so I read it fairly early and but then like I finished it and then like I was just like I don't want to read Rune Rising I it was just a struggle to finish the second one I never read the third one and people always were like saying it's just such a disappointment and blah 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 and all mm-hmm. these things and I'm just like I need that thought in my head to leave my mind so that I could read it without even thinking about that and then then I was just like, okay, you have to start Six of Crows. And so I started thinking, okay, I'm going to do Six of Crows. And it was around the time people were doing like live streams of read-alouds. Like someone at the time was doing like a Percy Jackson read-along. And so I was like, let me do Six of Crows. So then I started doing it with my audiobook, but the live streams did not go that well because I would start talking after and just be like, forget reading, let's just talk on this live stream. And then I get busy, stop doing lives, and I have not gone past chapter three in months. Sorry. And it's not that it's slow, because it's not. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. The beginning's not slow. It's just... Um, I thought you were, like, halfway through. You're just on chapter three? <laughs> I thought you were... I was giving it to you that you were, like, halfway through and you didn't finish. But the fact that you're on chapter three... <laughs> halfway through i'm halfway through it's fine <laughs> that's halfway yeah that's yeah definitely chapters, right i'm halfway <laughs> look maggie maggie i'm ashamed right now because <laughs> like might, <laughs> yep. might be better to watch the show first <laughs> yeah i mean no problem doing that i have no expectations there you go i mean it, it the show is probably going to spoil things for you because it's because the show I is set yeah, the, the Six of Crows timeline is set during the show. So, like, two years before actual Six of Crows, the book happens. So, like, we get what happens two years before in Crooked Kingdom it comes out. And, like, those scenes are replayed in Crooked Kingdom. So, what's the timeline for everybody who's listening plus me? Okay, so, so it starts with the first book. Um, Shadow of <laughs> How do you not get that? What what, what <laughs> happened there? I was totally thinking like, oh, the first book, Six of Crows, then Shadow and Bone. No, the don't listen to me. 
Um, I'm very concerned right there. If you're half my brain, nobody's actually read it. (laughs) Very concerning. Um, Yeah. So we have Shadow and Bone, Siege and Storm, Ruin and Rising. I haven't read these for like a a year. It's been like a year almost. Um, And then we have Six of Crows, Crooked Kingdom. There's no third book um, for the Six of Crows. It's not a trilogy. It's a duology. And then we have King of Scars, and now finally rule of wolves i actually put it on my bookshelf today um it's beautiful that's rule of wolves right there that's the next book after king of scars so six of crows takes place two years after ruin and rising yes and i think king of scars happens at the same time as six of crows like they kind of overlap right I haven't read King of Scars. Yet, so. uh, no, King of Scars is after, is after? Crooked Kingdom. Yeah, so it's okay. like it's like directly after because Nina, spoiler alert, is in six is in like characters like characters yeah. continue on through like so like Zoya was in like uh, Shadow she and Bone. She's yeah. in King of Scars. So mm-hmm. it's because it's the Grisha verse. So like the timeline is interesting, especially for the TV show because like. The fact that there's going to be six of like if they didn't have cat the six the crows, I don't think it'd be as popular as it is because like everybody let's be honest everybody is watching for Kaz Brecker, everybody, yeah. and Jasper and Inej like yeah, who who and the Darkling who cares about Mal and Alina really? <laughs> I don't know. Mal looks pretty good. So, Mal, yeah. It's interesting because in the book, he's like tall, kind of skinny, looks nothing like the actor. I thought that was so funny. I was like, they did a good job because he's real boring. He looks like he's supposed to, yeah, he he, like the actor looks like he's in the military versus like when you, when you think of like in Shadow of Bone, you're like, oh, this kid's in the military. Yeah, the was like scrawny. He is, he is strong because like, I, I distinctly remember this that in Shadow and Bone, you know, we're getting the intro of like, you know, uh, Alina and Mal, and then Mal's like with the other guy who's always flirting with Alina, can't remember the name, but they're a little burly, but they're like lanky. So they're, yeah. they're like that tall, muscular, but not broad shouldered type of. So yeah. he was kind of, but not, not like- Not this actor. Yeah. yeah i mean like even the cast of shadow and bone they all are beautiful people i mean yeah, ben, Barnes, a good job. <laughs> ben i'm i'm okay i yeah um that's all i have that's all i can really say i mean he's my screensaver ben now Barnes. um ben Barnes is something else he oh man my heart prince caspian will prince always caspian. have my heart and I think it's funny in the book they say that he's not that much older than her or yeah. around the same age and I thought that's so funny because Ben Barnes is like 40 yeah in real life but like I think it also makes sense that he's a little oh, that was my phone um I think that it makes sense that he looks older because he is old like yeah which I appreciate well they did say that they also aged up a lot of the characters for the tv show because there are there is more mature scenes apparently which <laughs> if there I'm should okay be a, with. okay bec- yeah they're apparently they aged up the characters because like in the books it's a YA book so they're younger they're it's yeah I think they're like 16 yeah 16 or 17 yeah yeah I think Alina's 15 when yeah I think she's 15 off. yeah 
And so I think it makes sense that, of course, the Darkling in the TV show is going to look a little bit older because we will find out that he is old. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's older, but like Ben Barnes. Ugh, what a great idea. <laughs> like, whoever, um, whoever, I, I remember the quote of him like walking up behind Lei and like, fine, make me your villain kind of thing. And uh, I... <sighs> Or you and I are going to change the world when that sound was going around TikTok. That sound plays in my head. Rent free. Oh. Rent free. <laughs> rent, rent, rent free. Like I, this would just become a whole episode of us simping over Ben Barnes. But I think the casting was done really well, especially with the diversity in the casting. I feel like, cause like Mal and Alina are not how you would picture them but then like that's that's okay I feel like for the book to tv adaptation the fact that they've kind of changed it around like there's probably um I know that there's like this theory that the crows are sent to capture Alina because that's what mm -hmm. it seems like in the trailer mm -hmm. um and they've never said that in the books um and I so that's, that's gonna how, be yeah my theory was that's how they're gonna merge the two books yeah since it's th like two yeah. years apart I think they're gonna look for her instead of that other guy I forgot his name yeah. yeah yeah I think that too and I think they did based on the trailer alone they did uh visually it looks amazing and the fact that good. Netflix picked it up too was really good because Netflix has a budget like yeah. Netflix can put a lot of money in CGI and stuff the, Netflix is doing a really good job with fantasy adaptations. Not yes. so much with like, um, you know, contemporary. contemporary, but their fictional adaptations are doing really, really well. Like, the like Witcher. Witcher. Yeah. Amazing. They did such a good job with that. Sheesh. Uh, I did not expect any, I, I knew nothing about The Witcher before. And then, like, I was just like scrolling through Netflix. I was like, I don't have nothing to watch. Saw that, saw Henry, and I was just like, okay, gotta put, gotta give some love to my man's. Let's put it on, binge watched the whole season, and I'm like, yeah, wow. I was waiting for The Witcher to come out because I saw like the trailer, and I was like, I have to watch this. I have to watch it. And like, I think I think that's one of like we're probably we'll talk about this, but like, Akatar is being made by Hulu. And I don't know about much of their adaptations, but I I don't expect much from it because, like, I think it should have been, like, Netflix or HBO who have mm -hmm. proven time, like, HBO did, yeah, like. Well, Disney owns stars. Yeah, yes. that's true. Yeah, isn't so, the guy who did Outlander helping with that, though? I was shocked because yeah. they didn't work on stars since he already works. So, I don't think, I honestly don't think it won't, will be, like, shadow hunters yeah yeah definitely not yeah oh yeah no <laughs> like an you know, family budget yeah i think we're way behind past that we're yeah people hear disney and they think cinderella and they think yeah disney. they think pg-13 but disney yeah. has and like disney's been doing a lot better especially with a lot of their shows that they're doing on disney plus um you know we have the marvel cinematic universe it's uh, like you know exploring and they're getting bigger and they're doing shows that are like well done and they're they're not typical disney and then yeah. people forget that disney owns a lot of different companies yeah and disney's they, a billion they, dollar corporation right like yeah. i yeah and like 
but I just I felt like I I I think I always say this is like HBO needs to pick up Throne of Glass because HBO would do an amazing Throne of Glass because they need that CGI. But I was also like Akatar also has a lot of magical elements, and so like you see like The Witcher has a lot of magical elements, and like Netflix does an amazing job. They just finished yeah. up wrapping up uh, filming season two, and I know so hopefully by the end of this year we'll get it. And I mean, it's been almost two years in December will be two years and which means Grace and I will have to watch it together. Um, <laughs> and, but I, I like, I'm very happy with how the trailer turned out for yeah. Shadow Bone, especially when the trailer got leaked and Lei was just like, well, the trailer was leaked. And she's like, here you go. <laughs> and hey, the cast. Welcome. Come on the cast are like actually friends like you see photos of the cast together and they're they look so, so cute yeah they're so wholesome oh love them it's i love like that the fact that like all of the cast they're like of similar ages yeah that's that so nice. they just like i love cast of like big cast I don't really like shows with like only two or three characters and then everybody else is like side characters coming in and out and you don't literally really the witcher yeah I like- yeah i like character cast that like you have a big group i love found family tropes so i i know i'm going to love six of crows like i don't deny that but um the fact that it's like a big cast um i love that they're all always together and they create that friendship and you get to see that chemistry end up coming out on screen and i feel like that their friendship of off screen is going to like transfer so well yeah. the chemistry it's just going to be so great so good i mean yeah. you know not to go back to ben barnes but like <laughs> <laughs> but to, to go back to ben barnes i mean i mean we see we see in the trailer like, he is like he the eye contact he makes with alina everybody talks about that because he's like crying and like holding her face and stuff and i i don't know which scene that is but like there's also that scene i don't is it is it in the first book where he like kisses her and stuff yeah, yeah so that's it, the first one i can't yes, wait to see that scene. it is they, it is grace they, is like yes yes they, I they, that. they have <laughs> to have that scene they have to have that scene because yeah. everybody falls in love with the darkling and like everybody oh, falls in love with the darkling in the first book everybody like you can't deny it that you were like oh i love the darkling like i don't like the darkling and alina together but i like the darkling and yeah yeah um, I can't He's say great. anything because it would spoil. It's fine. It's fine. I really don't care. It's no, fine. it would it would spoil King of Scars, so I can't say anything. Okay, that's fair. Well, about I have a characters. theory about that. I think fan art has spoiled it for me a little bit. Yeah, it's been out for a while. I don't know after like yeah, if four years, it's, it's not a happened. spoiler anymore. <laughs> at, yeah. at this point, it's my fault. It's not anybody yeah. else's. Yeah, I mean, but like. Yeah. Um, but like Six of Crows, I'm really excited because we hopefully will get to see we I we definitely see Nina's journey. We see Nina, we see, but we didn't see them in the trailer, oddly enough. So I think that's later in the season. I saw one picture of the two of them, like when they showed who the cast was. But yeah, I haven't seen them since. I swear I have been seeing this picture of Matthias in the jail cell. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I think I've seen that one around, but I don't know if that was in the trailer or not. Um, yeah, I don't know if that was in the trailer or not. I don't know where they got it. A lot of people are also getting photos that aren't from tw- trailers somewhere. I don't know where, but somebody's leaking photos. I know because them. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, I'm like, do you want to just drop me the first 
seasons. Let me know. It's <laughs> totally fine. I mean, what we have? What what day is it? It's it's the twenty third. Yeah, so we, have, we 20 have twenty days. days. Ew. I don't know how I'm gonna like. I literally have been talking Dude, about this, this with everybody. This show is. It has been taking months, six at least a year and a half or a half of a year to film, to put together post production, everything, promo, and all of that. And everyone is going to finish it within a couple of days. Oh yeah, like oh. a day. Well, it's gonna. I think. It's, I think it's gonna be like Bridgerton, where people are gonna watch it so fast, and then they're gonna keep going back to watch it. I think that's because that's yeah. what I did with The Witcher. I always like once a month I go back and watch The Witcher. Um, <laughs> that's the main thing. Just to see Henry Cavill shirtless. Um, Cavill Cavill, same thing. Um, <laughs> but. I'm really, really excited to see the relationship between Alina and Darkling, the Darkling, because we all know how it ends. But the fact yeah. that there's non non readers who Grace are going to be watching, how it ends. <laughs> I kind of know. Okay, I Wait. have a strong, strong. Have you not finished the? You've not finished the Shadow and Bow trilogy. Is that what you're telling me? Wait, <laughs> I feel betrayed. I thought you finished it. I'm sorry, did you not say that at the beginning? <laughs> I thought you didn't finish Six of Crows. I said that. It's okay. I have not finished that one either. So she, to go back again and explain this again, because I, I, I thought I did. I did not read Ruin and Rising because so many people said at the time that I was about to read oh, it. Oh, I remember. <laughs> not good it, 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 they, don't, they didn't like oh. how it ended blah 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 i do know this i do know that mal is like the last whatever the thing yeah, is yeah. and things yeah, happen it's the last rose <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically uh, but um what an ending yeah i mean i mean the and fact that like that they are they they die but they don't die yeah 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 but like um the fact that like us readers who have read the whole series know what's gonna happen but then there's non-readers who are gonna watch the tv show and maybe not even ever read the book and they're gonna be shipping the darkling and alina together and then all of us are just sitting here like i mean i am too i don't care i've seen it i know what happens i hope maybe they change it up that would be so nice I know. wouldn't it Ugh. i mean but like okay so this is my theory granted i haven't finished the rest of the books don't look at me um <laughs> this is my theory my theory is is because and this is solely based off of the looks that ben gives alina okay <laughs> i mean who wouldn't want to be <laughs> notice like, notice like, it's not it's not the darkling to alina it's the looks that Ben. Keeps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so these are my. This is my theory. My theory is is that they're gonna make us really sympathetic to him, and really feel for him, and see him. Well, he's not really a bad guy, you know. He's just trying to, you know, better. Th- <laughs> I don't know something, some BS that they're gonna redeem spend. himself. Duh. Yeah, and they're gonna make it. Well, he's not actually an actual villain he's just misunderstood not understood the way that everybody else should do it and they're gonna make us really fall in love with him and i think they're gonna drag out that like love story with him for a, as long as they can um even like past like 
him like abusing her power and like trying to take control of her i think that's gonna soften the blow of like the ultimate betrayal it's not gonna be as like this harsh thing of like him actually being this truly evil guy who's trying to like take over the world and he's this old being it's more gonna be like he's been trying to help the world for this long and he needs her to help him do it and together they will change the world for the better oh man i don't think they're gonna do that (laughs) i i think there's i think i think because it's a tv show they're gonna have to have that like ultimate betrayal and my question is is when is the ultimate betrayal gonna happen is it gonna happen at the end of season one season two because didn't they already renew for season two already yeah yeah, they like, renewed for season two. And I've heard that, spoiler alert, I've heard that Nikolai is not in season one. So I'm wondering if they're, if this first whole season is just going to be the first book. I, I think, think so. it is. Because like you see, like we haven't seen the, any of the sea dragon. And that's yeah. when he shows up is the second book. Right. So, well, like, and we even see that when they go to the king and queen, there's only his brother is there. So my question is, because he's not, he's not there at all in this in the first book i don't think he's even in the first book so mm-hmm. so it would make sense that he isn't there but my question is is would he show up with the um crows because he is like a oh. pirate so my question is would we see him as storm stormhound stormhound is it how you say it how do you yeah, say it stormhound okay i was just making sure um i think we will see him as stormhound but like the readers would know who that is but like regular people wouldn't with him they might bring him uh like you know something happens where the squirrels have to like get away they failed something whatever blah 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 and at the end of the season i think they'll pay for him up on his ship and you won't see him you'll just Mm. see like maybe a bat a ponytail he just the idea of him and that's it and then cut and that'll be it and we'll be like watch watch that be the final scene watch nikolai be in the final scene they are gonna bait us they are gonna nikolai bait us this whole season because you got it's 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 kaz the darkling and nikolai yeah they're not gonna do them all at once they can come back for the second season (laughs) yeah like and i'm what am i what i'm what my question is is because we know rule of wolves is i think the last book in the grisha verse because like she's been writing this for a long time and she's i think she's wanting because ninth house she has that and i've been waiting for the second book like come on lay i don't want shadow and bone anymore i want some older adult content because we see like authors do that where they start out in ya and they move to adult but um which ninth house should be also made into a series but that's besides the point um have you read ninth house no i haven't but i read the synopsis the other day because i was like what is this even about and i was like steamy it's it's an older it's an it's a new adult book um and it's more of like witchy kind of yeah have you watched the order on netflix yes it's like that It, it, it it has that vibes um but my question is like so we have like king of scars and we need to just have a rule of wolves and so my question is how long are they going to make this tv show is it going to be the whole grisha verse like because is are they going to like call it shadow and bone but then still have like yeah like king of scars or is king of scars like and six of crows going to be spinoff series so yeah. like because like six of crows those two books are like separate timeline like years at like two years right. after 
Ruin and Rising. So it would make sense that they would make a spinoff TV show. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't call it the Grishaverse, like we were saying with Shadowhunters or, you yeah. know, or like Game of Thrones. Like only the first, I guess the Game of Thrones, they did do that. The first book is Game of Thrones and the rest of them are something yeah. else. But yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting too. Cause I was like, isn't this like many books? <laughs> yeah. Like, especially since I think that's what they're setting up for is because yeah. they have the pre-series of like Six of Crows in the timeline that is the Shadow and Bone trilogy. I think that sets up for a spin-off series. Like we see with like um like Infinity War and Endgame mm-hmm. and stuff. And then we have all these spin-off like TV shows, the Loki TV show, um WandaVision. I think, I think yeah. the, the thing with the spin-offs is like they would only come in towards the end mm-hmm. to yeah. pick up, but because they're here for the entire season. I think they might do it like how they did with Game of Thrones and just continue it on. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is like with Game of Thrones, all those characters that we saw in Game of Thrones were all in the books. Like there wasn't like a spin, like George R. R. Martin does have like the earlier books and stuff. And we know that um, they've actually announced like House of Dragon, which is like the, the house of prequel, right? Pre. Yeah. It's, it's the house of dragon book. It's all about the Targaryens and stuff. Um, their conqueror of Westeros and stuff, but um, my thing is like that's how Game of Thrones works. Is it's eight book, it's five books, and they have all that content. But with like Shadow and Bone, it's three books, and then <laughs> there's a sequel, and then sequel sequel is right. King of Scars and Six of Crows. Those two duologies. So honestly, I mean, though, you could make it into movies. Like keep on keeping on. They could make Six of Crows, like Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom into movies because like it's kind of like that heist. It would would be a good movie because like- It's like Oceans with fantasy, like Oceans 11 with fantasy. Yeah, like it's because it is more of that heist. When I think about like Six of Crows, granted I haven't read it. When I think of it though, I think of Oceans 11, I think of Italian job and I think now you see me yes that's that now you see me is what i was thinking about or it's like it's that yes they're they're like because like connors (laughs) yeah because it happens in like quite a short time like yes shadow and bone does but like i don't know why shadow and bone right yeah it's it's over a timeline versus like six of crows and crooked kingdom are like back to back and it's like a quick yeah like shadow and bone i think is over a year or so and the six of crows is like two to three weeks or something right yeah yeah it's like a fast thing and then king of scars i think is a little longer than a couple weeks um because there's like time jumps and stuff in it but Mm -hmm. that's why i think six of like i don't like usually i like tv shows like uh, books to be adapted in tv shows but the way that six of crows is there are like big scenes that happen that would make it into a better movie than it would a tv show because you wouldn't need to hit all those in between scenes that we see in six of TV crows it, yeah yeah like in tv shows where it lasts they drag it out because like in shadow and bone we see a lot of the training and stuff which would you would need in a tv show to show how she's getting ready and stuff and like with um what was her name in the hut um Bagra? you can tell yeah bagara i don't know <laughs> I think it's that, but we see her in the book. We see her in the trailer, 
Bagra? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's how it sounds in my head. <laughs> I'll call her Baba Yaga. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what she reminds me of. But we see her in the trailer and stuff. And like Alina spends a lot of time with her. Mm-hmm. And so that would make that's sense for book. like I yeah, like that would make sense for her in a TV show to yeah. spend all that time. Cause in a movie it just it would seem so fast. Um but in a TV show it would make sense that, oh yeah it's five episodes she didn't just learn this it's a Mm. journey for her to like get like control her powers and so and then there's so many other smaller characters that you see in shadow and bone that it's not like because you get like shadow and bone is like heavy heavy world building you get the magic system you get the political dynamics you get like everything in between all the types of like you know different types of uh, affinities that you can mm-hmm. use and so that you need to like break that down in a show yeah. like I think that's why some people who didn't like Shadow and Bone turned away from it because it's heavy world building there's a lot of the, the magic system is really complex whereas if you were to do that as a movie it would be skipped over. It would get yeah. like one scene. There's this type, there's this type, and they do this, they do that, that. That's it. Moving you on. You wouldn't have an understanding of the Grisha verse. Yeah. Like the, the, cause like you kind of know already, like from Shadow and Bone, like the different, like the map and stuff in the different areas and like the political schemes that go on because a lot of it happens in Siege and Storm and um, Ruin and Rising and even at the end of Shadow and Bone. But in Six of Crows, they do talk about it, but it's not like the main thing as it is in like Shadow and Bone. Because mm-hmm. Shadow and Bone is a po- yeah, it's a political power gaining yeah. book, and Six of Crows is like a money heist. Yeah, that's that's what I would say. And so yeah, I think it's not as relevant in Six of Crows. Like the the universe. I mean, there are a couple of Grisha, and you know, there is some politics, but I feel like it's not as relevant. So. You could watch or like they could make a movie of six of crows and crooked kingdom and you wouldn't have to know anything about what's going on to understand what's going on in this movie that's that's what i was gonna say is like you could watch six of crows and crooked kingdom separately and like yes there would be minor spoilers because there are minor spoilers in six of crows and crooked kingdom for shadow and bone but it's not like big enough that you couldn't you wouldn't be able to watch the read the books and be surprised um Mm -hmm. excuse me um (laughs) the um but that's like i also kind of hopefully for like i can't wait because we we all saw that like tiny teaser of the stag and the crow oh gosh. yeah that when that, insane. <laughs> that crow flew by i was like everybody Man. was book talk freaked yeah. the fuck out like literally on my feed every single video was even when the shadow and bone trailer dropped every single video was a like a shadow and bone six of crows ben barnes it was literally like the fact i think the fact that quarantine really hyped up shadow and bone and i think six of crows over quarantine is what really hyped up this series and huge huge kudos to kate kate's books yes because literally everybody picked up six of crows following down like the the grapevine because of her yeah, she was, like, yeah. the root of six of crows like 
getting the hype. Getting that hype. Yeah. I remember. I, yeah, go ahead. It was hers. It was my yeah. favorite series. Where's her royalty check? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kate's just emailing Lay, like, hey, um, I got yes. this. Like, um, P.S. I'm the one who sold out all of these Six of Crow books. Um, where's my where's my royalty check? <laughs> hey, for uh, all we know, she maybe maybe she got to be an Yeah, ex. yeah, we don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, maybe she got to be on the show. That'll be her thing. I don't know. So, nice. But like, uh, will we even see like Lay is in the show? I don't Is know she? have y'all have you have y'all seen that? It's like it's the Darkling and Alina yeah. standing, and there's like a group of in- uh, Grisha. She's behind there. She's like in the second oh, row in a purple kefta. Awesome. Yeah, and and like and people, that's I think so they posted cool. and they're like, "Can you find her?" And everybody found her immediately because she's like looking down, <laughs> and oh you gosh, see her blonde so hair. That's yeah. always nice. I like when they do that. They did. Um, if you guys have watched Outlander, like the behind the scenes, she's in like the first couple episodes. Yeah. And I was like, that's so fun. Like the author put so much effort into this. You guys make a show about it. And then they get to like be in the show. That's cool. I think that's like, I think, oh, never. Uh, have y'all watched? I'm not going to, never mind. It's it's for, <laughs> <laughs> it's for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, no. One of the, like, one of the original comic artists is mm-hmm. in the, is in the show because yeah. that episode was heavily influenced by that comic. comic? That's nice. I remember um, that. I remember yeah. it coming up on TikTok like literally yesterday. Yeah, I watch a lot of I watch a lot of this so I can't wait. Um I watch a lot of like episode breakdowns for like WandaVision. I watched a lot yeah. of those from like heavy spoilers and like a lot of like there's there's those kind of like so my question Easter is eggs. Yeah, they like they point out Easter eggs and so I'm like so all the booktubers are gonna be doing that with six of yeah. crows and like in shadow and bonus stuff they're all going to be doing that and so with that i do don't know if this is known or not is it like are they going to do weekly episodes i hope not or netflix style they're going to drop all of it at once well i don't know because netflix with other shows have uh, been dropping it one-on-one with their k-dramas like their k-dramas are all weekly and other episodes (laughs) other new shows are weekly episodes too which i kind of think i would be okay with having weekly episodes because look you look forward to yeah like that's how they hype it up is like the next episode i hate that i hate it i hate it so much (laughs) because like grace and i oh what were you gonna say say, i was gonna say did they drop bridgerton all at once yeah they did yeah and i think they're gonna drop it pretty things that one too they, they didn't think that bridgerton was gonna be as big well, as it was but yeah how do i vote is getting so much more hype yeah that's true i think they're going to drag out the traction <sighs> i mean that's just smart you know yeah yeah definitely. you know that people are going to be opening up a netflix every friday or whatever day instead and of they're going to be re-watching the first episode before the second one it comes out yeah. and like that's what you do is you want to re-watch so you know what happens and my like thing is like i was like oh maybe i should do that like an episode breakdown and like go through all the easter eggs and stuff of the tv show like start a start a booktube channel and go through that but like because like i do it for like uh wandavision which really helped me like better understand wandavision and like catch all those little things that you don't really normally catch and so i hope somebody does that for this tv show because like most likely i feel like somebody yeah. will. yeah but (laughs) (laughs) so like now with that like what are some things that you for sure have to have happen like scenes that have to happen in this season 
Well, we already know that they get attacked and that's how her powers come out. We yeah. know that the tent scene happens. Yeah, that's the like, one I'm hoping for. I yes. remember reading that. Like this is I could like it see was... it in my head. She wrote that scene really well. I, I you can see the army camp, you could see the tent. Like I I remember reading that being like, okay, I can definitely see this being a show. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. such an intense scene. Yeah. Yeah, that's that scene is well, cause like you've seen in the trailer, that scene is in the trailer. Yeah. The, scene where they present themselves to the king and queen and like they he goes everything goes dark and then her son like comes i that see i'm i'm getting chills thinking about that (laughs) like i'm in a sweatshirt and i have chills right now (laughs) thinking about that scene because like like you see him like lift his hand and everything goes dark and you're just like oh cgi is gonna be good yo it's gonna be good so good good. well because you even see when he like when okay the scene where he, like the part of the trailer where he takes off his ring and then puts it on his other finger and everybody's just like oh my god i was oh like okay <laughs> it was, it's like it's, that was definitely like the female eye we love him yeah they did and a good job there him. i think i think they that's why they probably him. should i don't think they're gonna do weekly episodes i think they're just gonna drop it all at once but it would it would I think it would bring in a bigger audience if they did it weekly because then everybody would be talking about the first episode and everybody's like oh we can't wait for the next one and then people are going to start tuning in and be like oh what is this that's going on a weekly episode I can watch it once a week yeah I think and yeah you know that people will do it because the Mandalorian and WandaVision and you know Winter Soldier Game of Thrones yeah Game of Thrones was a weekly yeah Yeah. like there it goes both ways with like the views and stuff you know people getting rewatching all of the season it depends on what boosts the algorithm a little bit more because like the witcher when it first came out like that whole week people were watching it so much like it was like one of the most streamed shows at the time yeah right then. and it was just like a huge thing the whole season dropped everybody was rewatching it it was so good same thing with bridgerton right but this because it's had so much buzz for so long i mean how many times have people been rewatching the trailer you know how yeah. many times have people been opening up the instagram how many times have people been looking at the stills i think that fandom pushing it through is going to allow for weekly episodes to have more of an impact because of yeah. the buzz that we create i mean look at the buzz on book talk over a book what happened you know pushing it out and people having it sold out at multiple different shops so i think that word of mouth is going to give them more of an incentive to do weekly episodes weekly episodes yeah i think when the first trailer came out it was just the deer and the crow people were freaking out you know people, it was it was crazy like every single platform yeah people were freaking out i'm looking at I'm looking, I'm trying to look up the Shadow and Bone um, Instagram to see how many times it has been replaced. So they have only 196k followers. The Shadow and Bone, Grisha Verse, Destroy the Fold. One of them has 728k views. And another one has 415k views. So like, People are avidly re-watching these. Like, avidly re-watching. So I do think it would be smart of them to, do like, weekly. Because, like, I also... Instagram. That's not yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah, because, like, 
because like the the idea of like being able to like watch it weekly allows for people to like yeah do viewing parties and stuff but it also allows for people to talk about it with other people and like to hype it up for the next episode because fan theories are a big thing now where you see people trying to like in wandavision people were trying to guess what would happen people were trying to guess what the villain was what the plot line would be and it's obviously didn't exactly go how everybody would think it would go but it's still like it gives that extra boost of what is it it's it's a good marketing strategy to kind of to bring business into that to have this it's 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 this supply and demand where if you have such a limited supply the demand is going to go up for it like people are going to want more and if you Mm -hmm. restrict people from being able to watch the whole series it's going to drag out the views and it's going to make people want to view it more so Netflix isn't listening to this theory they should (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just bringing, if it doesn't sprinkling, come up for you all it, just, just sprinkling a little bit of my degree in here um <laughs> talking, about, right? talking about supply and demand it's economics yeah. but like i'm really I'm gonna, excited for it though yeah, yeah. this is such an intense month man it, 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 <sighs> well we have okay oh my gosh it has been viewed 3.2 million times the one that was released four days ago yeah 1.6 million oh my gosh people are re-watching yeah yeah so, definitely we're ready for it everybody's netflix, ready like yeah. netflix listen up little pr put it out <laughs> weekly like and the, the thing is like the i can't wait to see what kind of like merch comes out for this because we've we've seen people make like bookish merch and stuff already for shadow and bone but think of like things that happen in Target, Funko Pops that come out. Because we see, like, Game of Thrones, you have Funko Pops and stuff. A Mal, a Darkling Funko Pop, that's gonna go crazy. Because, like, with bookish Funko Pops, like, people make them themselves and then they sell them, you know? Like, we won't get, like, Akatar Funko Pops, even though that's, like, a really popular, you know? But now that it's, like, a pop culture thing, like, it's a show, it's not just us book nerds anymore. Yeah. It'll be like, you will know, pushed. There will be other people who don't even know about the book community and stuff who are on, who just might just watch one episode and are hooked. Yeah. I think that also is one thing is like when it releases, they always have like the big banners and stuff on Netflix. And so somebody who's not in the book community could just look at that and look at the trailer and be like, oh, this looks cool. Yeah. Watches the first episode and sees that the next one comes out in a week and they're like, well, I got to start watching this series. And so... so- now because of that you know we get all these non-book readers how bad do you think the gatekeeping is going to be? oh it's gonna be bad it's we've already seen book twitter is like the worst book community i'm gonna say <laughs> no offense no offense to book twitter but it's just a yeah. very scary place because twitter has no filter yeah like tiktok big on filtering instagram is big on filtering too YouTube is big on filtering too. Twitter, you could put porn up there and it's yeah, okay. Like book Twitter is a scary place. Like, you know, the not safe for work images and fan art that you go to look at on Twitter. Like Grace, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Why you gotta call me out? <laughs> this is like, just me know. calling you out this entire podcast. You I said do too. Grace, you know what I'm I'm admitting to it too. Oh, the not safe for work Castile 
image of yeah, yeah. Poppy and Castile in the sand? In the sand? In, in the, the snow. snow. In the snow. I'm I'm not on Twitter. I'm so behind the times. I, oh, that's a big... I never used Twitter until I got onto like Bookstagram and stuff. Book Twitter? Yeah, Book Twitter. But I'm like on like the fan art side. So like I just follow artists who yeah. put their not safe for work that can't go up on Instagram or TikTok up on there. And I'm like, Pro this tip. is interesting. <laughs> I'm just going to save this right here. So funny. <laughs> really quickly. And then just. Well, because our book, our, yeah, our <laughs> book club has a group chat, and she sent a not safe for work Cassie and Nesta image, I and asked, I just quickly okay. saved it. I asked first. I'm just like, would you guys be comfortable with me sending this? Because you know, not not everybody's ready for that all the time. So I asked, and everybody was just like, of course, yes. <laughs> like, like, why would you have to ask? Checking, just checking. Maybe it's a grace so to I, find it for you. <laughs> so sent it in, and then like. A couple seconds i'm like you know waiting for everybody's reaction a couple seconds saved by maggie <laughs> saved camera roll by maggie saved like, by malia <laughs> we're just like okay i mean so i mean it was a good it like it i was have to like, give it to um, the artist it was that one chapter in aggressive in the hall have you read it Tatiana, have you read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay, okay. Just making sure. The day it came <laughs> out, I got it a day early, actually. So <laughs> it came like I got it. I pre-ordered on Amazon. I was so happy. I pre-ordered. I felt like a celebrity. I pre-ordered on Amazon, and it was said it wasn't gonna come till like two days after. And then I got a ping, and it was the nineteenth because it came out on the twentieth, right? And I like mm-hmm. walked outside. and I was like, "What did I? <gasps> no!" <laughs> I was just like, and I opened it up, and I, I like took a picture and put it on my stories. And I swear, like thirty people were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you got it early." So yes, I, I read it in the day. Yeah, I I drove to Barnes and Noble that that day to get it. I like. I was quick on it. I was like, "Okay, here we go, ready <laughs> now." Yeah, no, it's it's a scene of them in the hall and. It's, quick off the mark. <laughs> it's a spicy scene it's a spicy it's that, spicy um, scene it's that uh quick off the mark scene yeah 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 that one it's it's that fan art wow. <laughs> oh, like, Twitter's fun give props to dark and beautiful art she does yes. amazing like, work i'm also really excited to see because we've seen fan art for like shadow and bone and stuff and like all bookish stuff mm-hmm. And we've seen how they depicted characters, and we can obviously tell that this cast is pretty diverse, except for Nina. I that this I really that's the one thing that I'm really sad about is like the fact that Nina, because Nina is a she's a plus size girl, like she likes to eat her waffles. Like let the girl live and have some waffles. If this if if Nina in this book does not like in the TV show does not like waffles or doesn't mention it or yeah. doesn't mention it yeah. i will riot i will Definitely. riot but like because we've seen that the the actress is fat phobic and we've seen that like like the worst person to choose yeah. for, a, for a plus size character and i think and like they did pretty well with like the casting of like alina and mal and they're not they're not just white characters they're obviously i think they're both asian um i don't know if alina is i know they have some asian let me look it up before i before i before i just like wreck this um people are gonna british actors too right 
yeah okay yeah. the fact that they're all like british actors variety. yeah yeah <laughs> really threw me for a loop yeah like <laughs> it's 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 not just an all-white cast yeah. which i really appreciate and like who they cast for inej oh they did it they was a beautiful a job yeah they did a good job like the fact that she Okay, so Jessica May Lee is an English actor. So she's from Britain, but she's obviously some like she has yeah, an Asian background. Yeah. She's a but like she's not just a white person. Mm -hmm. Like she's obviously I'm just happy that it's not an all white cast because like I think in a lot of fan art you just see that Alina and Mal are just white people. Yeah. And the fact that they're not is I think important. And I like shows, that I think you you show that you know she grew as an author too in six of prose because everybody is you know a different person and a different variety and they're all from i know these are like fictional worlds but everybody's from kind of somewhere else and they all look different and they say that they look different and i like that yeah. so i think you can kind of tell how she grew as an author was like i'm not going to make these characters just you know all plain. white yeah yeah, yeah. well because like we obviously see that like the her influence is russian a very slavic influence but i think we also need to realize that russia itself very diverse like yeah. russia is not russia is 13 time zones like it's the there there's asia like they have parts that are like up close to china you have parts that are polish you have like like russia is very diverse and the fact that this is also like you see with six of crows it's a very diverse but still like russian slavic kind of background really shows like that you can have diversity in a book and you can mm -hmm. have diversity in a tv show and just because a character is white the main character is white does not mean that the main character has to be white in the tv show yeah and then it shows that like the ability of other actors of POC actors to be able to play characters depicted in book as white and still do an amazing job because yeah. I already know Mal and Alina are going to be amazing act actors and actresses. Mal, like he has he said a, maybe two words in the entire trailer, <laughs> not even maybe. And I'm just like, damn boy. You're like, okay, I like you already more than the book. <laughs> well, I'm ready I to like you more. It's crazy because like I did not hate him in the book. Yeah, yeah. But it yeah. was I did get annoyed with him because like the 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 reason why uh, somebody on TikTok explained this way better than I'm going to do right now. But um, they explained it like this: the reason why we like enemies to lovers over friends to lovers is because friends to lovers is like childhood friends. They've seen who you were as like a child as growing up. They've seen the good that you are. They always want you to remain and stay that person. But as you grow, as you develop, you change, you become different people. And the person that you are now is not the person that you were back then. And they will do everything to try and change you to become that person that you were before. That's friends, childhood friends to lovers. Enemies to lovers is that they're drawn to you, you, the main character, um, they're drawn to you as you are now. So they're drawn to the person that you have become, the potential that you have for growth thereafter. And they don't care about who you were. They don't see that, they don't care about, they care about who you are now and who you will become. And they are drawn to that and attracted to that, whether it's like, you know, hate, 
turn to desire or immediate desire or whatever, but they are better in the long run in the future. Childhood friends is looking at the past. And I feel like that's why people didn't like Mal is because he, when she got her aggressive powers, he was also always kind of like going down on her and saying like, well, kind of feeling like this, like jealousy kind of like, well, now you're this and you're not who I thought you were. And that's why people hated him so much because he would talk this way to her and not accept her for who she was all this time. And, but I didn't hate him. But that's like reality of it. Like, that's the thing is like, humans naturally do that where something that I think a lot of people like, I even harp on Kale um, from, uh, Throne of Glass, Glass. but it's a fact, it's, it's, it's a human reaction that something somebody who you thought was what they are turns out to be something better than you you're gonna get jealous and you're gonna try to pull them down that doesn't make it right and i hope that alina checks him and i hope that in in this in this thing she's like well bitch bow down to me <laughs> like the because like a lot of people that's why a lot of people like the darkling and alina together is because he does like push her to be bigger and more powerful and he believes that she is powerful i think that's also like another thing with like enemies to lovers is the enemy eventually believes that you can do bigger and better things than what you're doing now yeah and they they essentially had the fear that you were going to overcome them but then love comes into play and then you know (laughs) yeah and like I was honestly like, I was happy with how Mal and Alina ended. I was happy with how things ended for them because I always was like, they're going to end up together. I always knew they were. She was still in love with him. Most Mm -hmm. of the three books. Um, Did she say she was most times? No. But there always was that pull. There, there were, you can't deny that there always was this pull between them two, either if they were friends or, and like, I think that's always, that always happens where one person doesn't realize that they have feelings for another person until they see that person starting to move on. Yeah. And that's when they like mentally are like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, I was feeling like I've this. There. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I was feeling like this, but I never said anything. And I'm going to say something before I never get the chance to. So I think that's kind of the mentality of Mal. Why, yeah. why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> why are you laughing at me? <laughs> No, because what you're describing right now is... was a relationship you had. No. Oh no! What are you gonna, you're gonna hate me for this? <laughs> it reminds me of Adrian and Marinette from Miraculous. Oh my God! Grace is watching this TV show, The Miraculous Ladybug, that like kids TV show. She's been watching it. I literally do not understand her. She's watching this cartoon kids TV show. It's always all over TikTok. It is, there are heavily, heavy sexual undertones to this kids TV show. Hey, but you saw that whole like character dynamic and that love attraction and that whole breakdown that's going on in the show and you like that so why wouldn't you like the show I don't know like, I just like, it is a kid's show but it's yeah. not they're in high school so it's not it's not a ladybug yeah they're it's, they're, it's a kid's show but it's not a toddler show mm. 
-hmm. that's different that's a big difference Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of like love and kisses and hugs and um more there's odd odd situations that happen stuff there's not other stuff it's a good it hints towards it hints towards that though there are major hints it doesn't tiktok runs away with it and they you know sexualize everything mark you know he's he's amazing he's such a sweetheart what my point with bringing it up is just like that whole like trope of like things slipping between your fingers and you trying to hold back onto it is like such a strong like um emotional response that Mm -hmm. people play on in a lot of shows and a lot of movies and that's why you hold on to it so much more and you feel more invested when you're watching it you're just like no you you go for it tell them say something because Because like everybody harps on mal like everybody knows mal is like an idiot but like you still kind of always want him to be like like show her like mal like do it like just show her like tell her you like her like just realize and i think like a lot of people like one man up the, like yeah like man up a lot of people say that but a lot of people want like the darkling and alina to like be together and stuff because she's powerful and stuff but like alina didn't want that power like when yeah. and when she first stepped into that tent she was like she didn't want to be yeah grisha she wanted to just be a math maker and that she wanted that simplicity in life and i don't think a lot of people registered that that's what she wanted in life that's not like being a grisha was something she had to accept yes but like can i spoil the ending of see ruin and rising okay we see that like we see spoil i mean if you haven't read it by now that's all you don't listen to this episode (laughs) yeah yeah you should have turned this episode off a while ago but we see that alina and mal finally go back together to the orphanage and live out their lives together in the orphanage which is going to be interesting to see at the end of the series if that yeah. happens what they're going to do with the ending because the ending of shadow and bone ends with them going back yeah it's just about them yeah so i don't know how they're going to continue the tv show if because well i i think that that's the thing that we were talking about before is it if the if it'll go right into six of rows the next mm-hmm after the first three seasons if it'll go right into six of crows Mm -hmm. um leading for them ending the series by them going to the orphanage and then Mm -hmm. us like after credit scene type of thing where it does like a time jump yeah you see the beginning of six of crows like just the beginning and then it just ends that'd be a good movie though it to would. have a movie after i mean it could be like you know one of those things where it, it, it's like three seasons and then you get like a movie special yeah and then you know nice. i mean i'm not you netflix know, work on this come on i know because like are you guys listening <laughs> but like like hire I, me hire i'm looking for a new job <laughs> yeah because like the fact that like Alina, that's, I think a lot of people, that's why a lot of people, a lot of people, why am I saying a lot of people so many times? <laughs> I've done several I people. It's a lot of people. Many, many people. <laughs> many people ship Alina in the Darkling because yeah. he does, he does embody that like power and wanting her to be better and to be powerful. And people want to feel that in a relationship. But I think there's also, they're also denying Alina's feelings because yeah she does kind of fall for the darkling but then 
she never really wanted that i think a lot of people forget that is she like says like i'm just a map maker like she denies it for so long and that's also part of the why she struggles with her powers because she doesn't accept that and that's why i kind of was happy that her power she gave up her power at the end like i hate that trope of them giving up their power at the end but that's always because the person is already powerful and they've accepted their power and like that's part of integral of who they are versus like alina really didn't want that life she didn't want to be that's why she denied nikolai that's why like she could have been queen Mm -hmm. and she said no i think that speaks volumes where people kind of forget that they forget that that trope of like she, they gave up their powers but did you haven't listened to them the entire series of them saying that they do not want this power yeah they have said it so much they have talked about how this power has created nothing but problems for them they do not want it they hate who they mm-hmm. are with it and them giving it up makes is, them happy it, it completes their circle like a lot of yeah. people are mad about like nesta's ending with how she ended up giving up her powers but it was because she wasn't accepting talked about it since it happened in akomath how she does not like this power she does not want to be here she does not want this power and that ending for her was good people are like pushing for like this trope and fantasy of like this person ends up finding out that they have powers or they end up finding and they have to love it and they they have have to accept it it. they want to accept it they need to it needs to become integral to who they become and change forever past this point but there are people out there who don't realize that you know this change doesn't have they can deny it they can walk away from it and i think us as readers we tend to lean towards the part that dislikes that walking away from it because we're like why you would you that? walk away from it? Yeah. Why would you well, give it to me? I want to be, <laughs> I'll go. Do you not want it? I'll switch places with you. Come on. Yeah. You have the normal life. Give me the magic. Because we want that extra, you know, that's why we read fantasy. Because we want the power. We want to feel that beautiful you want, magic. You want the main character to go from powerless to powerful, to have that power, to have that status. And when the character goes from powerless to powerful to powerless again, it's it's a circle it's a circle it's a complete circle they circle back to where they started and i think i like i get it if you don't like that that's okay but you also have to like i think not a lot of people listened to alina and in that scene i keep going back to that tent scene where she's scared Mm -hmm. she doesn't even admit it and she doesn't even acknowledge and she kind of puts it in the back of her head and he has to like cut her and stuff Mm -hmm. for her magic to show because she doesn't do it and she didn't she probably wouldn't have never known her power if she hadn't gone into the fold yeah and And even when she's at the university too Mm -hmm. you know she has such a hard time i know they say a little bit of that is because she can't let go of mal but she doesn't like want it so she's like i don't yeah i don't know how to use this because i don't subconsciously yeah she subconsciously she subconsciously like pressures herself and like puts it away like we see that nesta does that too where they put it away because it's if you think about it it's very damaging to your mind to have this power be spun onto you and you don't know how to deal with it people are telling you that you need to use your power that you need to be this like you need to learn how to use it you need to use it for this certain thing and to follow these rules and to do it this way and stuff and like you're like i don't want to 
<laughs> and so you're just like, well, I can't because my like I just can't. And then you're like, and then that's why she struggles so much. Yeah, and so. I think she has a hard time too because throughout the whole thing, it's like she keeps saying she's never going to be as powerful as the Darkling without all the amplifiers. And that scares her, you know, and she's like, yeah. what's the point of having this power if I'm never going to be good enough to do anything about it? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think that's also a thing where, like, she's amplifying her powers, but, like, how scary would that be if, like, you are pressured into being more powerful than you already are? Like, the amount of stress that she was under and the fact that the person who wants you to be more powerful wants to control you at the very same time. They want to use you for your power. Like, that's kind of why I don't ship the Darkling and Alina together. I would I would have shipped the Darkling and Alina if there wasn't the the thing of the um collar the collar like him like trying if he wasn't trying to use her mm-hmm. I think it'd be different. But like that kind of idea of him trying to chain her to him and to use her. Yeah. Like yes, he wanted he wanted her to be powerful so that he could use her. And that he could use her for her for his agenda. I think that's really what I didn't like the Darkling and Alina together. I love the Darkling by himself, not with yeah. Alina. I don't think he needs a love interest. But that scene where he's like has his hand on Alina's face and he's like crying a little bit. Have you seen that in the yeah in the trailer? Think, and you're I like, want to know if that's the end, like the end of Ruin and Rising, or? if that's you know right after the ball or whatever because in the book that's kind of the first time that they're really alone together yeah he tells her all that stuff i think it's i think it might be like the day after or something mm-hmm. because he doesn't have his full kefta on i'm pretty sure it's more of like a he's more in like a casual clothing so yeah and like my thing is like in like the the maturity reading that says nudity oh yeah well, so so my nudity- question is Nudity, nudity. a lot of things. Yeah, I know that, but like, <laughs> like the shoulder, uh, you know. My question is, but like, you can still see like a sex scene and it not be yeah. fully nude, but it's still considered like nudity, nudity and stuff. Um, so my question is, do we see like a not like a fade to black or something like that? Do we see that? Because the the characters are older, so it makes sense that like something does happen between the Darkling and Alina in the TV show because. I think you will will have to see more of that connection between the two of them in the mm-hmm. TV show versus in the book where he stays his distance a lot from her in the yeah. book, I feel like. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> Honestly, I that was the thing. I feel like in the first book, you really, they like solidify the relationship. Man, he's so cute and spicy. And you're like, okay, I get it. I want to be part of this. I love him. And towards the end, you know, you find out, well, he sucks and he's like the worst. But I hope that they keep that relationship going a little bit longer because- they did such a good job hyping him up making and i was like yes i'm gonna love him he is nice that's why i'm hoping that they drag out that tension between Mm -hmm. them for at least a season and a half yeah i'm hoping that they drag it out like i'm hoping a couple kisses in season one and even through her betrayal or if they do the betrayal in season one i still hope that there's the betrayal may be grand but it's not completely earth shattering against him Mm -hmm. that she completely like blocks off all thought of him but i hope that it's like lingering and her thinking about him to the point where like this is 
screenwriters be listening because I'm about <laughs> to drop, drop a scene on you that probably didn't happen. It didn't happen. But like, I'm hoping that like in season two, like she's with Mal and like, you know, she's starting to kiss him or everything. But it's like one of those nightmare scenes where like she, they pull back and it's him. It's Ben. I mean, it's the darkly. It's the dark. I think that it kind does of happen? does it, it happen I'm pretty sure it does it happens only that she hears his voice I saw him too she sees him but not like that not Grace you didn't finish the series you More don't know <laughs> I'm saying as, as in book two at least yeah. it did not happen there were times where he would come along like be there talking yeah. to her and still have that connection to her but and he kind of touched her and things like that or like she felt like he was actually there with her but he wasn't but I'm hoping that in like a couple of the steamy scenes with Mal because you know that happens um that he's there in that moment because that's gonna that has to I need to feel the tension more than what I felt in the book because I felt like yeah it was in the book a little bit and you felt but it's it. a YA book so you don't yeah you don't need to see a lot of it versus where this TV show they've matured the characters. The characters are older in this book, and that's why matured. I'm hoping. That, that's why I'm hoping that it happens more, where we get to actually see and feel the longing for him, feel and that the he, connection. I think yeah, yeah, that connection, and I think yeah. it needs to be played out a little bit more. And I feel like because we're not reading her feeling that connection, we'll be able to see it a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, stand that. Yeah, because like, because I want also to see like, because we all know that Mal. Well, we all know that Mal hooks up with Zoya in the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. It's heavily implied. I'm pretty sure it happens. Um, mm-hmm. My yeah, question, I, 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 I don't want to ha- see that. <laughs> well, well, because that's kind of one of the important things of in the first beginning of the book is you see that Mal only sees Alina as like a friend and like more of like a sister and stuff and he goes off with other women and stuff all and the other time women go with him willingly so i think i think that's interesting too mal is a player yeah he's spicy right people I mean, don't give him credit we were talking about in the beginning how everybody's like sees him as like this scrawny little kid but he had game because he yeah. pulled every girl that looked he pulled at zoya nazarinsky yeah. he pulled he's, zoya he's supposed to be like really thin and athletic i don't know if he's scrawny but this the actor they picked isn't what i would describe him as in the book you know i thought of him as like some i don't know tall like jesper <laughs> yeah that's how they describe yeah. him you know like tall skinny lean yeah he's kind of cute I, I i tend to push more for like brawnier men yeah i think it's a better cast for his character anyway yeah we, and we so both. yeah he's still a little little tiny for me but you know he's still good enough but he's he he's also that like young athletic yeah. guy so it makes sense yeah. that he like he's a they're i don't know how old they'll be in the tv show but like it makes sense that he's they probably are just hitting puberty in the books and stuff. So, of course, he wouldn't be this big, brawny man that... But now that we're older... Yeah. I, it would make sense that since they've aged more, he is more defined, we'll say. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Because, like, have you seen... Like, we've seen Jenya and... um, Not not Josh. Jenya, what's... um. 
David? Virginia's boyfriend. David? David, oh, David. David. Okay, David's purple kefta looks... The keftas? Okay, the... Cl- the the keftas are beautiful. The, yeah, they did a good job. Like, Netflix spares no expense. <laughs> like, that's that's one thing I have to give it to the costume designers, is that's how I imagine them to be. Mm-hmm. Like, this, like, yeah. big, thick fabric that, like, yeah. very heavily Russian-inspired, like, clothing and stuff that... Yeah, like a coat. Like yeah, yeah. The embroidery and the detail, yeah. And especially job. Alina's, because like one of them you see is like yellow with blue, and then the other is blue with yellow. And I hope we see the scene where she doesn't take the dark lanes colors. Mm-hmm. That's one scene I want to see. That's where... important. Yeah. yeah. Also, I hate her for like... that scene. I was like, girl, I would have been like, yep, no problem. <laughs> well, because like, because you see, that's like that's her like first like distancing herself, where she doesn't like. Yeah. She's kind of like, no, I'll stay with the summoner's colors. Mm-hmm. But it would have been so cool to see, like, well, I think, I don't know, because we see Genia's in a white one. So it would have been cool to see, like, a white and yellow one where it's kind of like light in the sun, kind of yeah. that mirrors the darklings. Mm-hmm. But his, Oof. oh my gosh. Yeah, they did a good like, job. They just were like, we gotta make you look good and he's just like no problem <laughs> i don't even have to try literally well, you you see um one of in kaz kaz is wearing one of the guards uniforms in one of the scenes mm-hmm. so i'm that's gonna be interesting is how he gets the uniform and stuff and we see that somebody is paying them kaz Inej, yeah. and jesper, jesper i think yeah yeah somebody's paying them to find alina so that's and gonna be interesting. Kaz is wearing a kefta. Yeah. So like he... I don't know. I'm interested to see what the costumes look like for the the drags versus you know like the regular Grisha and what that. Yeah. Like. Well, They're especially make them darker. My question is: Are we gonna see the scene between Inej and Kaz where they first meet? Because that scene, that scene in the book is so powerful. What happened? Yeah, and uh, I, hope I don't we know. Get some of like Ketterdam. Like I hope that it isn't just all. I think know, we in... get some Ketterdam because we see in the where Jasper, uh, Jasper, Jasper. Yeah, I, I say Jasper because it's J E Jasper. Yes, yeah. He shoots the coin. That's and we see his art. We see his skills. And that scene, I was like, yes, where we see like he is this like quirky dude who can shoot guns like he is this quirky character and like the actor Mm -hmm. for him perfect yeah like that's how his little curly like top oh and that's exactly how they describe him in the book because his dad is irish you know so they say he has this like curly irish look and so good my favorite character he's so good when i hear like this funny thing is like okay so don't, again don't come at me um I a while very early on in my TikTok journey I came up across and I was friends with a few uh, book talkers who I met through uh Bookington book club and it's Kate's um book club um, yeah on book talk and so we were friends and all on the discord group and then they decided that they wanted to make um a Grisha discord group and I was like cool I'll help like I haven't finished the series but I'll help I was reading 
siege and storm at that time so then we joined the group and it was only like six of us first and we were the admins and each of us became one of like you know the characters the and i was jesper oh okay i was like i was like oh, what's gonna happen i was uh, yeah oh that's your story then no, and and like the thing is is like we would talk about like the series and then like you know other people started joining and everything and it became pretty cool um the thing is is like because i had not read the series i was just like i have no idea what else is going on here but i'm gonna roll with it and especially because i was an admin i had to like be on top of my game so it was really funny and then like we even did like this video this chain to promote it, don't go down my page to look for it. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me open up and private that video right now. Like, don't, don't do it. She's over there screen recording as we speak. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. What you're talking about. Like, oh my gosh. I have so Jasper cosplay. Um, I was not prepared for it. They were just like, it was pretty fun though. It was like one of my first ever getting into a character yeah. thing. There it is. I'm hiding it He's right now. Oh, Wait, which one is it? Character. I don't know which yeah. one it is. I'm far back. I'm at like the beginning. It's gone now. You missed it. You missed it. It's over. Anyways, anyways, um, and like I got a hat and I got like the suspenders and the the problem with dressing up like Jesper is that I'm a big girl. I got big chests. Yeah, yeah suspenders don't really work with big chests and so I had to like have them like you know on the side and like the white shirt and like I had to like put my costume together like in like two days and I didn't have like you know back when we were kids there were uh, like you would go to the nine sister and there would always be those plastic toy western revolvers. yeah yeah the cap right? or whatever yeah pretty much Okay, I'm not crazy. I went to like four different 99 stores, bargain stores, whatever, Dollar Trees. You will not find a single toy gun at all. And I'm like, okay, listen, I need this prop. This is a different time. Yeah. Because when we're kids, you know, that's totally fine. You play with guns, you you play Western cowboys or whatever now it's not the thing and so like it was so hard so i ended up using like this big old nerf gun that i had oh my god and it was just i need not. to see this video grace i'm never going to show it to you can you at least <laughs> put it on friends only or screen no. record grace no. i have i have shown oh, you man we that's have so talked great. about so many it's things so and that's what you're going to be funny. embarrassed by it's funny and it was with jules from our book club yeah um sam and like two uh three others and everybody like we did a whole chain of like all of the drags and like i was playing poker and then like i threw up the cards and i was just, like i've never seen this video i've amazing. never seen it was, this it was like the friends intro song oh wow that is and, so good and like i was like oh, we need to see this flipping the gun around because i know how to do that with the nerf gun and saying like, hey, we're starting a, um, a Discord group. If you want to join, link is in my bio. It's not there anymore, I don't think. And yeah, it was 
pretty funny. And all of this without me having ever read the series. And it was so cute because like, you know, in Discord, like you have like different like categorizations and you have different groups that you're part of. Yeah. Um, all in like one Discord group. And like we all picked, we all took like little quizzes, Grisha quizzes on what like type of summer, like what um, ethereal guy or um, corporal guy, whatever yeah, yeah. type of affinity you would have, um, where you would be from. I have it all. It was so good. That's Maggie, so stop looking for the video. Look <laughs> at the end. No. Who did she say is in it? Go look for theirs. No. 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 It's going to be in there. It's going to be in there. <laughs> it's Jules. Oh, that's totally fine because like I. It's on I the internet now. It's gone. It's too late. Third video. And I think only one person duetted me. And I don't remember who that was. So the two there, people Maggie. who are in the video with me are there. I gotta find this. You won't be able to find it. You won't be able to find it. So I don't uh, think I won't. I have a question for you guys. Have you guys ever taken like the Grisha verse quizzes? I haven't. No? Buzzfeed? No, it's no. like an actual like Grisha verse. Oh, like the Harry Potter app? Yeah, kind oh. of. Basically. And you take quiz and you find out what thing you would be you in. are like, right, if you're a this is very, like hunger games when that came out and you were like what district are you in literally and oh my gosh so, i remember mine i was a corporal guy and i was a heart renderer oh that's the dream honestly if i had to pick one I mean, that's what i'd do literally okay i mean i was like tang and you y'all, y'all couldn't give me nina yeah like, come on <laughs> But it was totally fine because I think Jules ended up being Nina. And I was like, it was like literally between Jesper and Matthias. Yeah. What and I was just like, well, I guess I'll pick Jesper. I have yeah. no much idea. Better. Much better choice. Well, I can't even take the quiz because it's just blank. So oh. that's sad. But I'll send it to you guys after. And then I'll we'll post the link in our Instagram story when this yeah. airs so that everybody else can take it. Because I'm pretty yeah. sure it's going to get a lot of trash in now that the show's yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, want to know what they but, are. yeah it's pretty fun like you know i love when fandoms do that like figuring out where you would fit into the world because like well this has the potential to be like the new like harry potter story harry potter, yeah. you put you i think we should start doing that where we put our order what order we're in on our in our instagram bios and stuff like where you're from yeah well it's like, gonna be it's gonna be a lot like i think i think this show has given it the potential to be avatar worthy you know like maybe the book's are kind of slow and it's not the same, like the same tropes that everybody loves and the favorite tropes that everybody loves but i think six of crows has such a big fandom and then you bring in the show and now it's like okay we just had rule of wolves and now you have a ton of books to read and people are well especially like non-readers non-book community yeah. people who are going to start reading like my mom who's going to start trying to read it and stuff yeah which gives I'm me even give... more reason to buy the books <laughs> i'm gonna give six of crows to my brother once I finish it. Once you finish it. Once you get him Shadow and Bone first. He won't read it. But if yeah. I give him the Crows because it's more of like a heist and more of like yeah. a, it's, a, it's very guy book. Like yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of guys read yeah. it. Yeah. Well, because half of the characters are guys. Yeah. Yeah. And Wait, majority like, of the good. characters are guys. Yeah. Just he's... Nina and uh, Nash. Yeah. 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 And because he's like a, a guy's guy yeah will appreciate it more and i feel like if he does end up getting like 
into wanting to know about the magic system because like we said it's not really vital to read it to yeah yeah you don't have to know it's not really in there um but if he does end up wanting to then i can hop it's a good standalone like it could be like a standalone duology where that's why like I want to like get my mom to read it so that she can read Six of Crows because I appreciated reading Shadow and Bone and then yeah. Six of Crows because it kind of flows like that. There are characters from uh, yeah, Shadow and Bone of- who go right. Crooked Kingdom who end up in Crooked Kingdom and you see like what happens in that game and stuff. But like it also makes me want to get the hardback books because I have, I'm going to grab them real quick. <laughs> Momentary pause. She ended up getting um, alternate dust jackets. Oh, that's and a good idea. They look so good. Do they? These are my alternate dust jackets. Oh, I've seen those. I like them. They blew up on my TikTok. The yeah. video that I have of putting these on has like 32K v- views and stuff. Like, Where are they from? Again, for our so, views. So <laughs> this yeah. is the Six of Crows dust jackets, alternate dust jackets by A Touch of Magic Designs. Right. Um, and the Danielle jensen no danielle that's an author <laughs> dominic wesson thank you i i heard a d i was so close so close um she did the covers and i like put it on my story and i was like when are we gonna get a king of scars and rule of wolves one because Ooh. these are so popular and yeah. we have like we have genia um nikolai and zoya on the back of this one and oh it's so good like every time she looks at it she just like stops and like thought erases from her mind like even like like, them to redo shadow and bone like i'd like alternate dust jackets for those ones because all of them have the stupid no offense to netflix we love you but like they all have the the netflix sticker on it and i know that they redid them and i think they're really nice but like i would like to see some fan art version you know kind of like yeah the throne of glass ones or something like that yeah like that's why i that's why i hope a touch of magic design does the like the rule of wolves and um, those are pretty these ones are beautiful like these ones are masterpieces and so are the six of crows ones like those are the nice ones it's just the grisha trilogy ones that just look really they don't really like match either if you Mm -hmm. look at it it looks very it's just weird. new. It's like very new age, right? I think yeah. I would, if I was just going to pick up a YA book, I would pick up that because they look fun. And the Six yeah. of Crows looks really dark. Like, oh, this is a thriller. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, but, but all of them have I... that silly sticker on them. Yeah. Well, because I know they're going to come out with the like TV adaptation movie cover ones too. I've seen Which those. I'm okay with. Um, I the am... Ben Barnes one is nice. <laughs> I would get just the one of Ben Barnes. First one, yeah. Yeah. I would just get that one. But I wanted to get like the hardcover one. His would definitely be the first book. Yeah. And she would probably be the second. And I think there's one now, of both of them, isn't it? Um, let me look on the Netflix. I'll look real quick. I've seen um, it. Because um, I think that that's would make more sense because like yeah. like the first one's all about him, the second one's more about her starting to realize what she can do. Mm-hmm. And the second one has to be about Mal because you know you know how it ends yeah well i mean well i think like the third one would be more about mal based on what happens in the third yeah, that's one that's what she was saying the first one would be oh. dark and the second one would be oh i thought i thought she, i thought she said <laughs> i thought she said 
I thought she said the second one should be about Mal, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. No, the second one should be about Alina, because, you know, yeah. it's just her. But, yeah. yeah. I do have to say, I did like the second one, even though it kind of took me a while to finish it, because I do like ocean voyages. Yeah. I don't something about them just kind of like make me excited even though it's like in a small place and it's on a ship and you're not very close quarters I think that maybe that's why I like it because it's co- close quarters close quarters, quarters, close quarters every like six of crows there's a lot of ships for a yeah there. and six of crows crooked kingdom after yeah. well after six of crows after they come back from there's a big they're on the water scene and what while, happens yeah. yeah and I have to I, I will get there yeah I like I I think I liked the second one probably the best I liked the first one I thought it was really interesting I remember when I was reading it really thinking like okay this will make a good show because I had known it was going to be a show when I picked it up it was like one of those bookstagram made me do it ones so I was like I can really see how this is going to be the show and the second one I liked but I really liked it because Nikolai honestly when I <laughs> met him yeah Stormhand I literally loved his vibe. I mean, he was just suave and fun and like what a good character. He was Funny. like not a good guy. You can tell he's not a straight arrow type yeah, of guy. Morally gray. Literally. And like <laughs> sarcastic and snarky, but like so, very active and more. I was like, that's my okay. character. Six of Crows. Oh, it has like I do love that one. Uh, Jesper and Edge and Kaz on it, but I don't know if that's an official one. I can't find the fact that maybe where I saw it, but I loved these Kingdom. covers. These For covers the were the best ones. See, and I read it back when it was only those covers. Yeah. This they, one, I think The Gathering Dark was what it was first called. This is the yeah. first original Shadow and Bone cover. It was called The Gathering Dark. That it goes around with the time because like if you look at the yeah. YA covers in yeah. time it yeah at that time like the 2012 2010s early 2010s it was mm-hmm. like that one girl pose in yeah like, or like on a cliff or something with like but, things around the edge the border the yeah border. yeah yeah that's what it was, <laughs> and so, like, it was. people <laughs> so <laughs> i read a lot of smut yeah. And really? a lot of smut has half naked men on the covers. And every time I have like my big like uh, books that made me blush, uh, 18 plus books that made me blush videos are like my biggest videos I've ever made. And half of the comments are like, why do they put people on covers? I can't have people on covers because you can't hide what they're about. Yeah. You really can't but like now now more adult romance books are coming out with like more discreet covers they're not so much like full body yeah tan- yeah like like this like- is that smutty yeah well okay it's not so no. i read it and there are some scenes where you're like okay oh it's like it's a light spice where it does get more graphic yeah um but it doesn't it's not like a full like smutty book there are some spicy scenes in it but it's not the whole book isn't just a spicy scene it's more of a cute romance yeah book, i would say but it's like it's like um 
I've also have like boyfriend material. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Yeah, Um, I've seen that one. It's a like red and blue cover. Yeah, it's the it's the UK one. It has like Mm -hmm. the it's on my page. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's like a light spice in it. It's not a heavy spice, and I actually enjoy this kind of light spice there it's more of like the romance itself than in the actual like sex part but there's still good scenes in the book especially when she wants to jump his the she wants to jump his pants but he won't let her trope where like she wants it but he won't let her yeah (laughs) it's the kind of like the make you wait yeah yeah that's the kind of trope i have a lot of like trashy western romance novels those covers are better because it's just like a man on the front, you know? The mass, the mass paperback version. Yeah. Let me grab one again. <laughs> she's going she's gonna to grab a cover real quick and show us. But um, what is the one that... Uh... This one, so this one is You Had Me at Ola by Alexis Daria. And it's like a tuned cover, right? It's, they, they, but a lot still, of them... You still see, like, the tension between them, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's a graphic design. It's not like a, you know. It's it's not like a realism. It's more of like a outlined art kind yeah. of face. And it's like very, like you can tell it's romance, but you also can't tell that it's super spicy. And it's, Is it super spicy? It's <laughs> very detailed. Grace level spice. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. talking and okay compared to black dagger brotherhood compared to dark lover yeah i have that on my shelf (laughs) (laughs) i got grace into that book i think it's better better. oh i think it's better because it's in yep yep half naked men yeah what is it's also in his point of view oh but it's okay and it's just one thing i wish this was there's communication. I yeah. love talking during this <laughs> moment because if there's yeah. no, if there's no yeah. like, do you like this? How do you? If I don't hear that, I'm like, okay, unrealistic. It's unrealistic, yeah. But if I hear the, if I read here, because I'm listening to audio, if I hear the guy saying things, yeah, talking yeah. things talking to her to this is me. where we're gonna get to our eight pl- 18 plus content over here this is some podcasting after dark <laughs> this is literally after dark the sun is gone okay it is if, if that happens it immediately makes the scene like higher yeah. spicy rating communication levels I think. and on top of that on top of that some of the things that he says is in spanish and i'm like yeah puppy because like <laughs> i was literally just about to say that too i was like oh damn puppy <laughs> i was about to say that too if you but, haven't uh, read this if you haven't read this do read it it's a great latinx uh, romance yeah. adult novel it's it a nice cover too i'm convinced well that has a really nice cover this hating game is actually yeah. being made into a movie mm-hmm. movie hale is going to be the main car- main woman for this oh book God. i didn't know that and it even says like soon to be a motion picture and i had no idea You're like okay whatever <laughs> I, somebody commented and they were like oh it's gonna be a movie and i was like what i was like i did not know this and then run i run out of ideas they're making and then everything I looked, a movie now <laughs> i looked and i was like wait this is well okay but like books like why not make them into a movie like the thousands of books that are out there 
the amount of content you have. Yeah. You need to stop remaking old movies and pick up yeah. books to make yeah. those movies. Yeah. yeah. This is, this okay, show us your westerns. Yeah. yeah this you is, know, oh. I, how did I know that the Pope it's not was like? <laughs> He's like, yes, I have a lot of them that are like just a barn, you know. So these ones are okay because mm-hmm. they're not like I don't know what this one is, the Wrangler. Yeah, it's nice. I have like that Lone Star Wedding where he's just riding across, you know, on a horse, and this one was just like a steamy man, but he's not like half naked. Yeah, it's more like you know. it's just like a. This could be a nonfiction. If so I like, I cover the cover. <laughs> I've noticed that with like a lot of like older like mass paperback they have yeah. like those people but like for like the new adult kind of things they have more of these like yeah discreet covers which i can appreciate because like this book gets spicy does it oh man <sighs> it's the book is spicy. Good reads. she's like yeah it does <laughs> um <laughs> i'm just gonna like yes, uh, it does. i can probably flip to a scene and be like oh okay um <laughs> we had to do that once for a book club i read asriel's pov at the end of like what he's thinking about and i was like fully said everything that he was thinking have you seen that tiktok where she was like if you can say it without making a face like say it to a friend without making a face have you seen that one it's so funny no honestly like maggie would fail that because she was like stuttering like halfway through it she was just like and because i was put on the spot and and, um late at night when it was just me alone I was like girl <laughs> but I went I I committed I still laughed through it but I did the oh, whole man. scene I did the whole thing I was like I was committed I laughed but I was committed because I don't think like I'm very like open with like yes yeah. I read smut my TikTok page has become a smut page honestly yeah. it's an adult romance page where my bookstagram is more of a YA kind of I have some adult romance and uh, young adult uh, new mm. adult romances um but yeah I'm very open with the fact that I read yeah. a lot of smut not for the plot <laughs> I <laughs> Akasif was not a plot there was no plot yeah <laughs> yeah it was that one's discreet that one's discreet nobody will know <laughs> my mom and my dad podcast. saw me our whole podcast we skipped over all of like the actual plot yeah yeah just went into like the spicy scenes the moments training moments and that's literally it anything with Cassie and Inessa that's all we talked about we did not talk about any actual plot yeah it's gonna be vital for the next books well that's a good question for like what happens with like Akatar being the movie like the tv show now Mm -hmm. because it's not officially a tv show yet because they haven't even written the pilot episode which that could be rejected but my question is is like you have a court of silver flames where there's not a big plot so how mm-hmm. are you gonna make that into uh i mean i guess yes there is plot but a lot of it is spent training like mm-hmm. a lot of majority of the book is her training mm-hmm. and people are gonna get bored if that's i, I bet but they I only think... make it like one or two episodes yeah i Probably. think with the training and the whole like that be, it being a tv show it's because we're not remember we're not going to be following just Feyre, yeah, yeah. We're not going to be yeah. just following. Uh, Hopefully, they have a lot good. more characters. We're going to be following a lot of people. We're going to see a lot. I'm. Ho- we're going to see a lot of different courts. I'm hoping we get to see more of the date court and the dawn court because that's yeah. where we get more of our beautiful brown people Oof. mostly. 
And so I'm hoping that we get to see a lot of more of them. And I'm, I think that that's where it's going to fill in a lot of like the yeah. slow parts in the plot, making when everything ends up coming all together, fully rounded, like Baron has been working, you mm-hmm. know? Well, I mean, what? season one is not coming until two years. Yeah. Two years, season one. And then how long is it going to, if they even renew for a season two, yeah. that's what another two one and a half to two years yeah so it's not even like five maybe five plus years until we even get to the the plot of a court of silver flame and i'm hoping uh, yeah that they do the same thing is that they age everybody up yes favorite have, 18, have but... you um seen a discovery of witches yeah we actually we actually watched it together we watched it i fell asleep a lot the second season (laughs) (laughs) because we would we would literally start it at like 11 p.m and i am a college student and i am very tired and i work a ton and i do a lot of shit throughout the day and so it'd be all like 11 i'm yeah my roommate does not think i do a lot i do a lot and a lot of it is reading right now like i do a lot but a lot especially for the podcast and stuff but um I like fell asleep a couple times <laughs> and there's one time I fell asleep and then I woke up as they were saying like oh she's probably asleep and I was like no I'm not no no I'm awake <laughs> it was really good though but they said good. yeah the author did a behind the scenes and she sort of talked through it and said you know in the books you only see Diana's point of view and in the show she'd intentionally made it from like many different scenes and mm-hmm. different points of view and so you see like the council and all that kind of stuff spoilers for discovery which is but that's not in the book so i'm hoping that when they do akatar it will be that stuff and it'll see like you know when tamlin runs off well i hope we get under the mountain while like Dara is in the spring court we need to see what's happening under the mountain and especially what's happening with reese and what's happening with uh, all the other high lords because there's shit going on down there but we didn't get any of it until they actually went under the mountain it's kind of like you know how some people like bash on star wars of just like there's a whole freaking galaxy out there but it's always dependent on this one freaking family <laughs> it's just so ridiculous because it's like the whole whole star wars universe has been zoned into all of the skywalkers and then mm-hmm. their generation before after and then the future generation the the last trilogy right but it's like zoned in on only them but it's just like there's a whole big universe and i think that that's why mandalorian was so such a big hit because like it was outside of them and so if they do the same thing that with the discovery of witches is that they show things that are going on outside of like this human girl's vantage point we'll get so much going on and it'll I think it'll be heavy in the first season because not a lot of goes on it's a lot of like them dallying around in the spring court with Tamlin her trying to fall in love with him whatever but if we get more of like the under the mountain scenes if we get like scenes that have Nesta in the human world yeah and like pre when she met Tamlin like if they do flashbacks to how Amarantha came in how the spring court or other courts have fared like other small towns if we see how amaranda's goons ideas village sarah if you're listening yeah (laughs) if she would ever (laughs) these people need to listen to us because we have so many i mean that's like that's what i hope like i think i think that's why shadow and bone really has 
hit off is because I think they do listen to the audience and the audience was like we want except for Nina they were like we want a diverse cast uh sorry I have to call that out like we all agree that it's just like you just like really like the one character why am I putting my pinky up (laughs) I put my pinky up because that's usually definitive of tiny tiny oh yeah oh okay but like the one character that's a bigger girl that everybody loves that character yeah everybody loves nina the fact that they've skinny washed her her. yeah Yeah. i think it's hard too because i don't know i mean i'm not like an active follower of british actresses but like i don't think there are a lot of like popular heavy set actresses or like plus size actresses in well but that's the thing is like not none of them are really big people mm-hmm. like big actors mm-hmm. except ben barnes and yeah maybe freddie carter because a lot of people like were so excited that he was cas cast uh, cast as cas yeah. but like i think they did have like and that's like another thing with Akatar is you have a big opportunity to have more representation because it's yeah. not only just representation with poc but grace and i always harp on this it's also representation for all body types yeah all, like even disabilities and stuff it, and like they talk about that with kaz's disabilities they're not mm-hmm. going to take that out of the show he yeah, will still have his um pain yeah freddie yeah. was like really adamant about that like you know yeah. like, making sure to do that well and like uh in a couple of their like you know cast zoom calls like he would talk about like when first of all that he read the book and how he was just like in the storyline and how and I was just like that is when you can truly appreciate yeah actors cast as like these high um these beloved characters from books that they the fact that they read it yeah the fact that they read like it's 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 a difference when like I don't think a lot of the actors for like Game of Thrones read the books or stuff but there are some I of them who did Sophie and um I know Sophie did but not every single one of them whereas yeah. like in Shadow of Bone majority of them read the books yeah. like and I think that's an important especially like they were talking about like how to like establish like that connection with the character and stuff is mm-hmm. you read their journey so that you can you can actually live it like you can read it and experience it so you can portray that onto television and i think that's a very important thing for when we see other tv shows become yeah because it's not so much as like you know it's not so much that they're like you know just playing a part and that's it but it's just like as you're reading the script you're just like well how would this character feel in this moment? Well, he's had all of this stuff happen to him. He has had this past. He is trying to go for this goal. So this is how that character would be would react to this scene. Yeah. So I have to do that. Well, you know? especially since the scenes of the crows are were not written. They're they're created for yeah. the TV show. So that's I think that's also an important thing for the fact that they read the book so they can they know how the characters are gonna react. And the yeah. fact that Lei was yeah. very heavily she was working very one on one and influencing it and working with everybody. And she's in the TV show too. So I think that's a, like a I hope to yeah. see that more that authors are putting in their points and stuff into the series. And yeah. And that production and I, teams allow for that to happen yeah yeah and i think and that, allowing like, this, to oh, oh go, yeah, ahead. go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say i think the other thing too is like this 
is a different than a lot of other, you know, book adaptations, TV shows, and that there's such a big fandom behind it. And the actors were fans before they got cast, you know? So I think there's so much like genuine, there's going to be so much genuine acting and emotion in it because they were like fans before and now they're get to be get to play the dream character yeah i think that's also a point that a lot of people are making with actar is please start like casting like there are people who put cosplays who put so much effort into this who it could who want to be actresses and actors and stuff and that's why they cosplay is to show their repertoire and that that's an important thing for that they have a connection already to these characters Mm -hmm. that they can like of course like they should go through like um what's that called um like proper channels Uh, auditioning and stuff yeah yeah and like to go through that process and to like vet them and see would they be would this actually work with what we want Mm -hmm. but yeah I'm I really enjoyed the cast for this tv show I think when they Freddie Carter cast as Kaz Brecker I think was the perfect like that's how I imagined him and the fact that they got the slicked back hair, the chiseled cheekbones, I think is yes. also where it's kind of this like haunted, like haunty look to him where he looks, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and yeah. Deadly and dangerous, yeah. right? Like that's what Deadly. Says. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like death. Like he looks like somebody who would kill you. Like, yeah. And especially with the cane. He has the stare, the like don't fuck with me don't stare. fuck with me stare yeah yeah um, he he's like such a bubbly fun guy and <laughs> you know that's so funny i think that's so funny when you see like the characters out of the actors out of, out character, of character yeah and like they're so different from the characters but it then shows like that it's the perfect that they can the commitment that they have to these characters and the fact that yeah. they can they can put all of that emotion into it. And I'm just so excited. We got 20 days as of recording this, recording it on the Saturday. So April 3rd, we have 20 days. When this goes out, it will be, let me look it up real quick. I think it's April 10th. We'll have 10, wait. 13 days. Oh my God. 13, I was about to say 10 days, but it's 13. <laughs> I was about to say, no April way. 9th. So we'll have 21, okay. no, 11, no, 14 days. Two weeks. Two weeks. I really, I really just Maggie's like. He's really good at math. <laughs> we can see how good at math I am. Grace is like, oh lord. I'm, I'm an accounting you. major. And this is so yeah, yeah. Concerning to me that this girl yeah. does her taxes and has her like retirement plan in place, but cannot remember small numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, that's for a calculator. <laughs> yeah. I literally will do three times five on the calculator. <laughs> Twenty-seven. <laughs> I will what? do that. I well, because you have to check. I have to check myself. I have to be. Girl, like, I check two plus two. So <laughs> I, you never know; it could change. It could. It change. could. It could. Five, two plus two could be five one day. <laughs> That's amazing. If it yeah. does happen, I would, my I fiction would boyfriend it. will be very proud of me. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I think this is a good ending place. We've talked about a lot of stuff. We've gone from Six of Crows to Smut to book covers back finally to Six of Crows and Shadow and Bone. I was saying Six of Crows and I meant to say Shadow and Bone, but we all know Six of Crows is the better the better series. That's what's relevant. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, it's the most popular series and it's the most, I think it's better developed. I think yeah. that's 
like a lot of people like Six of Crows better because it is a it's you see her progress as a writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For there's a lot more characters um, in it too. I think. Yeah. Like you to you know you can relate to three or four of them instead of just one none or none. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's no Darkling in it, but still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ben Barnes. Ben Barnes can. He can. What a guy. He. Can, he I see that still of him standing there and he has the smuggest look on his face and I would kneel before him. I would kneel before Ben Barnes as the Darkling. I, no shame in saying I would kneel before the man. He's not Darkling. He is simply Ben Barnes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like how we we only we only talk about him as Ben Barnes and not a. That's gonna be rough with like we're watching. We're gonna be because, watching the show because we're just we're not even gonna refer to him as the Darkling. We're gonna refer to him. I was about Barnes. to say, yeah, yeah, be like Ben Barnes. Because ben, good old Ben. <laughs> we know what happens with the Darkling. We don't we don't necessarily like the Darkling. Yeah. We love Ben Barnes though, so we don't want to tie them two together. Yeah, yeah, they're not the same. They're not the same. Ben Barnes is a sweet man. Yeah. Ben Barnes would never, try never to... do what. Never. No. Never. I, well, uh, like, and I haven't seen Ben Barnes in anything for a while now. Yeah, and he's just I been think... aging gracefully. He's oh. done a lot of. Um, he has aged gracefully. gracefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's done a lot of period pieces. Um, yeah well which i can appreciate those too yes i'm trying to find the photo of ben barnes just standing there i have so many i have so many photos of like half naked men on covers screenshotted (laughs) because i do like those videos where it's like books that made me blush so i have to like screenshot every book cover or like save every book cover so then i end up having like the same book cover like four or five times but it's great. It's it's okay. But okay, I'm officially gonna end this here because oh, here we go. I found it. I found it. Is this still? <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Look. Gosh, the We're costumes, man, it's so good. His slicked back hair and like his beard. Grace is ready to say something. Grace, what it is say. Oh, it's because I'm looking at all of his cinematic history. Oh. Um, <laughs> he's been in quite a lot. Both Narnia movies, Dorian Gray, Seventh Son, The Punisher, Stardust, amazing movie, Gold Digger, Westworld, The Big Wedding, Jackie and Ryan, The World's Sons of Liberty. Uh, uh, he's been in a lot. Yeah. He is so. a very, he's an actor that he can, he, he, he's able to shift and morph. Yeah. yeah, and morph into different things where you don't realize it's actually him. Mm-hmm. Like half of these things I actually haven't even seen, so Couldn't yeah. tell you that. <laughs> but like even like looking on his Google images of Ben Barnes and you're just like, huh. the first one that comes up is this. You're like, uh yep. that is not the yep. same guy. <laughs> like that man is it's oh. it's the little eyebrow thing that he does. Kind of like he kind of brings one down a little bit and kind yeah. of the other one up. Yeah, but it's very his smile is so sweet too. Yeah, he has like the scowl, like smirking look, but then he also has the sweet smile. Oh man, him as Prince Caspian, (laughs) 
He's Him like a Prince golden retriever when he's a smoking. cinnamon roll. He's yeah, a cinnamon yeah. roll when he smiles. This has just become a bed, bed sipping over bed barns. Yeah, fan <laughs> That's that's just I gonna be the title. <laughs> that's literally gonna that's literally gonna be the title. Is simping for Ben Barnes for two hours. Ben Barnes and some things. <laughs> ben Barnes and some ben things. Barnes. That's the title. <laughs> oh my gosh. Irrelevant well, thing. I keep saying I'm gonna officially end the podcast and We're then keep going. Okay. So thank you guys so much <laughs> for listening. We thank you, Tatiana, for coming on. I'm so excited that you reached out to us and asked us to be on because thankfully we were actually planning during that time when you asked and I was like yeah perfectly slip you right into our shadow and bone recap because I feel like Grace and I could talk but having a third person always when a series that we haven't read in a while can kind of keep us in check to talk about other things (laughs) but I want to say thank you again and thank you to everybody listening right now um this is a two-hour podcast um (laughs) If you're still here. Yes. If you're still here after our smutty talk (laughs) back into our simping for Ben Barnes, I just wanted to say thank you so much. Um, Next week, uh, next week, I am going to, I'm going to tell you um, next week or we are going to have the bookish thief. No, it's the book thief, the book thief um, Tish from the book thief 28 on um, TikTok um she does a lot of romance books as well um and so she's gonna be on our next episode i'm so excited for that but we are you sure yes i'm sure you sure is that one next? oh nope nope it's not it's not it's not libra Libra was your second clue (laughs) sorry i don't follow you or stalk any of you on the internet or anything i forgot about that i was so excited for tish i totally forgot tish's okay i was thinking of when i was thinking of when shadow and bone releases and on the day of shadow and bone releasing tish's episode comes out so if you're if you're listening to this episode at the very end now you know who's all of the guests are we have literary libra next and we're gonna do another recap episode like this of um from blood and ash and and kingdom of flesh and fire in preps for the crown of gilded bones oh, which comes out the tuesday before this episode or not this episode <laughs> it, it comes out on a tuesday on the 20th nice. yeah which is i have like a test the day before My, i'm like it's the perfect day for me it is we're gonna have finished that and then start shadow and bone immediately oh. after literally well i don't get it until the 22nd and i'm like Same. you didn't get the ebook no I pre-ordered it. I can't. I I um I have a test. I have a big accounting test on that Friday. So I won't even start. I you will probably start the Crown of Gilded Bones before me, which is unthinkable. Oh. <laughs> so that's gonna happen. But okay, we're ending this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we will see you in the next one. Have a good day. Bye. Hey guys.